Hello, you are listening to Scarif Bay Community Radio and you're listening to Soundtrack to My Life. And my guest this week is the one and only John Harvey. How are you, John? Well, Carl, I'm very well, thank you. And how are you? I'm very good, thank good. you. I'm very good to good. be at this point because it's taken a long time to get you into the studio. And I know it's been, it's going to be worth, well worth the wait. It involved my people talking to your people quite a bit. That's, well, that's I, me talking to Anita. I, I hope there isn't too much of a disappointment. <laughs> there won't be a disappointment at all. So you're very welcome to the programme. And much. we are looking forward to have you share um, the music you like, because I know music's very important to you. And um, you you come to us from Mount Shannon, from your home today, but you weren't always of that parish. No, that's that's true. I, uh, I came to Mount Shannon in a very roundabout way. <laughs> I was um, born in Donegal. Southwest Donegal, about four miles from Killybegs. Is it Duncan Ely? Duncan Ely, yes. That's it, exactly, yes. yeah. So um, I lived there the first few years of my life. I think I was about five. And, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, in those times, the work was quite hard to, to come by up there for my dad. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of Donegal men, he decided he'd have to go to Scotland. Yes. So we, he packed up everything, uh, myself and my sister included, <laughs> and uh, we headed um, to Glasgow. And we lived there for about nine years, I think, in all. We so you started a, school there then, John, oh, did, did you? Yes, yeah, yeah. I did. My dad went to work in the shipyards over there in, in, in the Clyde, on the Clyde Bank. And I started school, I, w- I went to, oh, all my schooling was basically there. Um, I, um, yeah, I, I came, when I was there until, pardon me, until we were about um, 11, tw- 13 years of age, I think mm-hmm. it was when we left. As I said, my dad worked in the shipyards. Um, but at, in those years, Glasgow was still... A, there was a lot of bigotry. Yes. Do you know? Very sectarian. Uh, uh, very much so. Mm. And uh, it didn't, it wasn't good for him. He, mm. he didn't feel right. He didn't, he, he, he wasn't well because of it, you know. Oh, yeah. So we had to leave and uh, we, we arrived back in, in Dublin then after that. And uh, the schooling, uh, I was of an age where the, the only schooling I could get into at the time and finish off my schooling was in a technical school, yes. Denmark Street in Dublin. Mm. My dad, uh, thankfully, went on and he got a, a, a nice job that he enjoyed. He was a gardener in St. Stephen's Green oh, really? in Dublin, yeah, for Gosh. the rest of his days. Gosh, that was, God, that must have been a culture shock from the shipyards it of, certainly the, of was, Glasgow. It certainly was wow. for him, but um, he was very happy in that Yes, job. He yeah. liked it very much, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he made a, a lot of good friends in it. Yeah. He was able to laugh and joke about work. Have you kept your ties with Donegal? Because, you know, the idea that you left Donegal when you were a small boy, to yeah. me, your 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 accent is still so full of Donegal. Well, there's a bit of Scottish in it that I as know, well. I know, but still, yeah, you really uh, have... Uh, yeah, I have kept my ties. Yeah. I have 
cousin still living in Donegal. Yes. Now, I don't get up as often as I, I would like to, mm-hmm. you know, because it's quite a journey up it there. It is for sure. Know? So I go up uh, anytime I can, you yeah. know, and, and just meet with a few people. I wouldn't know hardly anyone there. Now, yeah. You know. I actually spent part of my honeymoon with my current husband Your current in Dunning, in Duncanelli. We had one night in Duncanelli. <laughs> oh, it's a high of activity it's, there. It's, it yeah, certainly yes, was. It's, well, it certainly was. We were in a lock-in for <laughs> much of that, that night, I remember. That's quite a lot up there. <laughs> you have chosen a, a song to remind you of Donegal. It's just a hint of it. And, and I think this particular song uh, is... Paul Brady sings it, and I think he makes the best job yes. of that song that I've heard. So we'll play that now, The Homes of Donegal. I just dropped in to see you all I'll only stay I'm happy to be back again and greet you big and small For there's no place else on earth just like the homes of Donegal That was the homes of Johnny Gall by Paul Brady, which is a, a great, great kickoff number, John. And just off air, there we were talking about um, your mother's family, and she had an interesting beginning. Perhaps you might. That's true. That's true. Yeah, my my grandfather, my mother's father, was a lighthouse keeper, and uh, at the t- when my mother was born, he happened to be stationed in the old head of Kinsale, so she was. Born in one of the the family houses down there yes. in the in the in the lights Amazing. Uh, s- section. Yeah. So it, it, she was a you could say she's a Cork lady. Yes. But she the 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 poor man passed away when she was very young. So my grandmother and the the other the rest of the family moved back to Donegal at that time. So she really grew up in Donegal. Yes, but you, you, know? you said you had aunts, they were, you had, some of the family were born in different lives. That's right, yeah, state. because in those years, um, they, they used to move the lighthouse keepers around, yeah. you know, um, depending on what lights they were in and what, what the facilities were, stuff like that. So my... Uh, my grandfather was moved. I had an uncle born in Wicklow, in a lighthouse in Wicklow. 
and I had an aunt born in a, in a lighthouse in La, in uh, Mayo. Wow. So they were from all over the country. God, that's, know, that's, very, that's very interesting. <laughs> and John, you, uh, I know you, you you've, because I, I see I have your list in front of me of the music that you're going to play. Your next piece is a traditional Irish music piece. That would be The Chieftains. Yes, yeah. quite. Tell me how, what well, you... Well, I, I decided on The Chieftains, but... Um, when I moved, when we came back to Ireland in, uh, and we lived in Dublin, uh, as I got older in Dublin, I made friends there. And th- my friends were, th- the Irish music scene, scene was, was coming back yeah. again. And I was introduced listening to the Chieftains. Mm. So uh, the, the Chieftains are a great, great band. Mm. And I, I just thought... We're It'd talking be nice kind to play of one of them. 70s, early 70s. Or yeah, yeah, and the the the, uh, the 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 music scene at the time was particularly good. Wasn't you know? it, yeah. Now, over the years, of course, you're, I still love the traditional music, but your your tastes do change yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But I thought the Chieftains would have been the best pick oh, for this one. You know? And you picked March. I love Marches. Sul- yeah, yeah. O'Sullivan's March. O'Sullivan's March, yeah. We'll, we'll hear that. I think that's good. And that was Sullivan's March by the Chieftains. And that's the second choice of my guest, John Harvey. Now, John, I'm wondering, after you finished um, your time in the Technical College in, yeah, in, yeah. In, 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 in Dublin, what did you, what work did you go into then initially? I, 
<laughs> very mixed bag there. I started when I left first off, I was lucky to get a job as a lorry helper working for Irish Shell. And that was another excuse for me to be travelling around the country. Yes. Sitting while the, <laughs> some other poor man had to do the driving. <laughs> but I, I was only there for a short time and then I got my apprenticeship in carpentry. Ah. And uh, I, I worked away at that for a while and it was doing fine, doing well enough with it. But then I decided I needed another change, you know. So a friend of mine, uh, uh, his, his wife, uh, her brother had a, a business um, doing the maintenance on central heating boilers and he was looking for some people. So I got, a st- uh, I got started there and I did my time there and uh, learned how to, to service the central heating boilers. And I stayed with that crowd for about five years I think it was and then I went on to another company doing the same oil fired services and I, I did about another five years with them and I have to tell you it was it was a great job. Was it? Yeah because it, you were moving, travelling around every day you'd have to, to go to maybe five or six houses, different houses a day mm-hmm. So you'd meet some great people uh, travelling around and have great old chats. And so meet some very interesting people too, you know. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a number of calls through to Scarif Bay Radio. Looking, people are always looking for to like well, see I, you I, now, John. I, I, I'm afraid <laughs> that the knees won't let me <laughs> kneel down beside a boiler anymore. <laughs> for your next uh, choice of music, you, you've gone for Bob Dylan. Now, tell me about your affection for Bob Dylan. Well... <clears throat> Bob Dylan, I, I got an interest in Bob Dylan when he was doing his folk singing, uh, you know, blowing in the wind, times were mm. a change and that type of thing. So uh, it, it was a kind of a lead on from the traditional Irish music, you know, in a lot mm, of ways. Yeah, sure. And um, he came to Dublin, it was in the 60s. I, I can't remember whether it was 63 or 65, I'm not sure of which. But I, uh, I went and I bought a ticket to go to see him. And I had to pay a, a, price, a princely sum of 10 shillings yeah. to get the ticket. And out of a, an apprentice wages... Was it the was stadium? A, Where was he playing? He played in the Adelphi Cinema. Oh, it like the Beatles did. The, the place, yeah, the same yeah. place as the Beatles. Yeah. So we, I went along anyway, and um, the place was packed, of course, but he came out for, he played for an hour and he sang all his old mm. uh, folk music, all the rebellious music and mm. stuff like that. And it was marvellous. When he came out for the second half, the curtain opened and they were there, the group, the band. Oh, wow. You know, all, yeah. they were all there. And he started with the electric music. Now, there was a lot of people, I suppose the old folk diehards, they were booing and because they got up and walked out because he was getting away from the folk music, oh, wow. you know. Booing the band. Booing Bob Dylan and the band. <laughs> yeah. But I have to be honest with you, the hair stood up in the back yeah, of my neck yeah. when I heard his music. Yeah. And since then I have been a 
big fan of did, did you find it hard to pick one Bob Dylan song I for that? Nearly yeah. impossible. Yeah. Nearly impossible, you know. And and you have and you've picked Forever Young. Yeah, I think that's one of my favourite songs because I think it's the kind of song that Everybody should know it because yeah. you, you, you might be getting older in body, but yeah. I think you should stay forever young yeah. in your head and That's in your heart, you know. We'll, we'll give it a spin there. Well, John, you were living in in Dublin during a really exciting time in the, I suppose, sixties and early seventies. The music scene was so great. I mean, when you can see, when you can claim to have seen Bob Dylan and the band, and also off air, you've just told me that you quite regularly saw a, a little known band called Them, That's which right. is Van Morrison, Genie. Yeah. You know, you just who, yeah. who might be there like on a Tuesday night, oh, you know, yeah. or something. Excited in his trousers at that time. You know? Yeah, I'd say he's a little different now. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I, I think it must have been a very exciting time. It was. Yeah. Now, did love find you in Dublin? Did well, you find love? That's a terrible question to ask anyone, I think, you know. Um, I did, I did, yes. yes. Uh, I met my present wife, yes. Noreen, uh, in 19... I think it was 1972. Apologies, Noreen, if he's got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thereabouts. Uh, <coughs> next, <coughs> pardon me, next door to... I lived in Jones's Road. In okay. Dublin. And right next door, there was a family called the Kellys. And the oldest girl in it was Miriam. <coughs> now, Noreen was Miriam's friend, and I was invited there one Christmas to go to a party in the house. And that's where I met Noreen. And the rest so, is history. The rest is history. And Noreen often says to me, it was torture. <laughs> <laughs> you you like Leonard Cohen. I know you're a I big fan Leonard of Leonard too. Cohen. Yeah, yeah. Like all good, decent people are. Yeah, I saw Right-minded him in, people. in Dublin there. Yes. Before he passed away. Did you see him in the O2 or the 3 or no, in the, Kilmainham? Uh, Kilmainham. I saw yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I did too, yeah. Yeah, it was great. great yeah. Show. And, you know, there's a date in my head, which is, you know, the 7th of November 2016. And you think, why do I know this? Yeah, because yeah. it was the day he died, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And uh, I was just actually thinking about how somebody at the very end, towards the very end of his life, yes. was still so good, was still, I mean, and he was so... Some of the music he, the, he produced, the word, the wording, the poetry he produced yeah. was just incredible i know bob dylan got the uh the nobel prize for yeah. literature and that i was surprised that leonard cohen never got it yeah you know? 
You have you've picked Alexandra Leaving, which is a relatively recent one. Yes, I think it's from two thousand yes. or two thousand and one. Well, collaboration with uh, Catherine um, with Sharon Robinson. Yes, that's yeah. Right, yeah, and um, it's it's a phenomenal. It's a phenomenal song. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard it. Actually, I was I think it was John Kelly. You know, I, I think what he used to be at a program. And the, yeah, yeah. I think literally yeah. I was coming home from work late, from, from, driving down from Dublin one day, and I, I actually had to pull up the car, and I wasn't able to. Drive Life after it, but it was just such a. Like it's that, something, you know? and to hear them sing it live was. Yeah, yeah. So we play Alexandra leaving now by Leonard Cohen. Suddenly the night has grown colder. The God of love preparing to depart. Alexandra hoisted on his shoulder They slipped between The sentries of the heart Upheld by the simplicities of pleasure They gained the light They formlessly entwined you're listening to Soundtrack to My Life and I'm with my guest, um, John Harvey. And John, you, you, you're actually still in Dublin at this time. That's where, where we left the story there. And But you, tell us about how you came to eventually coming to Clare. Tell us why you came down to Clare. Well, um, when I was in my teens, uh, we used to myself and some friends we used to go backpacking and hiking and camping a lot around Ireland and that's why I I liked it, the countryside you know um, I was never too happy I liked Dublin now don't get me wrong and it was great but I wanted to get out of the city and um, be, with the camping and all that at the weekends it was fine but through the camping we get to know of an organisation called Anoiga, yes. uh, Irish Youth Hustling Association. Mm. Which and would have been very big at that time, oh, wasn't it? Was it was very, very popular yeah, at yeah. that time. You could go and just stay for a couple of pence yeah, in a room yeah. and it stopped you having to lug a, a, a tent. And yeah, because you'd stuff. be in a dormitory and yes, you'd give you yes, know, yeah, accommodation. And some yeah. great people. Yeah. But um, we got involved with Anoiga then and we eventually got to run a youth hostel in Wicklow, a place called Blessington. The townland was Balti Boys. Yes. And we were in it for three years. I think it was three years now. And it was a great time. We had really a terrific time with different groups coming and different nationalities and so on. And I liked the job very much. But I, I was still working in Dublin, you see, as oh, well. Okay. So I used to... The, the company allowed me to take the van home and I could drive up in the mornings mm. and down in the evenings. And uh, it was it was fine. But um, as circumstances, uh, Noreen's um, family were involved in an accident and her brother was uh, badly hurt. So we had to leave the hostel and uh, go back to Dublin for a while to help with her brother, yes. you know, to look after him and so on. But he um, deteriorated and we 
said that he had to go into a home. Yes. You know. So we said we'd take another chance and we made an application to Anoiga again for another hostel. And they offered us a choice of two hostels. One was uh, Killarney and the other one was Mount Shannon. And I came down and we had a look at Mount Shannon and I said, no, this is for us. So I I came to Mount Shannon then. And we're here ever since. Well, thanks be to God, because you'll be on Radio Kerry telling this story <laughs> now to somebody who wasn't, who isn't me, and we'd never have met. And so have thank a God. <laughs> I doubt you'd have had a Kerry accent. <laughs> so you you came down here in in nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Yeah. April, the first of April, nineteen eighty, and yeah. now we said, yeah, you had to pick <laughs> April Fool's <laughs> Day. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, not necessarily connected with. That particular story, yeah. but your next musical choice is Procol Harum. That's right, yes. That, that was one of the pieces I enjoyed yeah. when I was in my teens. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, Probably all that. It was a very popular piece of music, and a lot of people, I think myself and Cruz, still don't know what it's all about. No, no, no not know? the man who, who, who died recently, who wrote it. He died there a few weeks ago, that's didn't all, he? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all. Yeah. yeah. Whose name I don't know, but uh, no. we'll pay uh, the whitest Think shade of, of pale. Yeah, yeah, it's a great. And song. we'll Google it. <laughs> <laughs> came down to Mount Shannon, John, how was, was that a big change, like, in your life? I mean, I suppose you'd lived part of your time in a, you know, in a rural setting in, yes. in Wicklow. That's right. Yeah. Um, but uh, did you adapt quickly to living in Mount Shannon? Yeah, I, I think we did, because uh, we found the people were very good. Mm. They were very nice now, you know, very welcoming, as are the people of Scariff and Whitegate, mm. I have to add. Yeah. But uh, they were very welcoming, and we, uh, my mother came to live with us, actually. Did she? She yeah, did, yeah, because yeah, my dad had passed away. <sighs> so she got to know a few people uh, around the area as well, and she could certainly give a bit of gab. <laughs> so uh, she got on fine. No, we, we, we found it very, very good, very easy to settle in, in Mount Shannon mm-hmm. now, you know. And I'm very glad I made the move, mm. you know. I wouldn't, I can't see myself or couldn't see myself and you, living you anywhere would, else. you had a brief foray. How many years were you in Scariff for then? Uh, six years, six, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we had to shop in Scariff, yes, as you know. Yes, but, As um, we did, we were the um, the um, owners of the, that putty gang that went up and down the hill the whole time with the Harveys, um, the McNamaras and all the children of the, of the village. Know, of yeah, the village. Yeah, yeah, we were populating yeah. the streets. That's right, time. that's yeah. right. And, then, and uh, it, was, it was nice here in Scarlet, yeah, too, you know, yeah. because uh, we, we, meet, we met great people. So between the hostel... Yeah. Mount Shannon, Whitegate and Scariff. 
We made a lot of friends, you know. We made a lot of friends in the hostel. That was a big career choice. That was another big career move, though, to go into, I mean, haberdashery and... It was. It was, but Noreen had experience in that. I I didn't. I wasn't... uh, I was more of a diesel mechanic, you know. Yeah. I just hold, hold them up and say, "Ah, diesel fitter," you know, rather than ni- the, rather than nicker elastic. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it was nice, you know. Yeah. We met a lot of people. Yeah, it was great, you know. And even in the hostel times, we still get postcards and Christmas cards from hostelers who stayed with us. Do you? you know? yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. It's a shame to see that place in in disrepair. It's, a, it's an awful pity. Some and Oiga should never have no, sold that, you no. know, because that was given to them by um, Lady. Uh, I can't remember her name now. Lady Malahide. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And um, I don't think they should ever have sold it. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's, a shame. it's it's changed hands a few times since. Well, the the next choice of music is is bb king yeah and the thrill is gone yeah i doubt it really but (laughs) you have to be honest sometimes (laughs) we're going to play your next two choices together actually the thrill is gone and we're going to run it into quite different from the um the the film uh the soundtrack of oh brother where art thou um for the the fabulous soggy bottom boy singing <laughs> in the jailhouse. So we're yeah. going to play these two now, John. choice um you've included it because it kind of reminds you of the old westerns and going to the, going to the films <laughs> where where you used to go to the pictures did you go to the pictures oh, a lot? the picture the flicks the flicks, the flicks yeah yeah, yeah. Um, if norin heard me talking about the flicks and the cowboys and westerns she wouldn't <laughs> let me in home again um because uh, it just reminds me it, it's a real 
as far as I'm concerned, it's a real old cowboy song. Yes, you know? yeah. And sometimes uh, it makes me think of when I was a little fella, you know, when yeah. you came out of the pictures, you'd be running down the street with your friends, shooting guns in the air. But that was such a big thing. I mean, the Westerns were oh, huge, yeah, weren't the they? Westerns. I still love the yeah. Westerns. Do you? Do you watch it? You know the way that, is it every, what night of the week? Is it Friday night? They're Friday on TG night. Car. Well, it, yes, no, the only problem there is it it kind of clashes with uh, the late late show and there's a fight then at home <laughs> but <laughs> we watch but uh, uh, Noreen always wins so <laughs> but you know it's funny some of those just westerns I mean god you they're just yeah. they were just amazing you know oh sure look at my own children they call in uh, most of them call in nearly every evening and They'd say, oh, Dad's still watching the Westerns. Dad is watching this and Dad is watching that. And would you have read a lot of the books? Did, did you oh, read yeah, around those, read the, you know, yeah, the same grey in them? Indian books and the, yeah, yeah. the history of the Indians yeah. and so on, you know. Yeah. But it was just a good time and it's nice to think, now that's, that's so, a sad song. That, really, so the know? song is, is Pancho and Lefting. Quite a few people have recorded it. Yeah, but oh, this is, lots of people. This yeah. is um, Willie just, Nelson, yeah, who wrote it, and Merle and Haggard. Merle Haggard yeah. And uh, it's based on a true story. Yeah. And uh, we'll play that now. A few great federalists say Could have had him any day John, we're actually coming to the end of this playlist, and I have to say, I've really enjoyed it. Um, you, music's very important to you, I'd say. It's you know, you've got a wide. It's hugely important to me. Yeah. I, 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 are you I'm, a man for CDs, or you know, is it are you Spotify, or how are you? I have a pile of CDs at home. Yeah. And I've no CD player. Yeah. And I can't find one anywhere. Yeah. You know, I'd love to buy one, uh, but. Uh, I, I will find one. Yes, you know? yeah. I don't even have one in my car. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I yeah. So do you do Spotify or do... do I you do get a your Spotify, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, I mean, titles are so accessible, aren't they? Oh, they you are. know. Yeah, they are. So your, your, final, your final choice is... Um, it's very different from the rest of your it list. Is. Yeah, it is. And tell me why you chose this one. Well, I first... One of my favourite films, I have to say, is The Godfather, mm. the, the trilogy. And I can't remember whether it's the second or third. Thir the third, film, isn't The third. It? Mm. That piece of music is in it. Yeah. It's where Michael, his daughter... Michael is, loses his daughter, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, she, uh, she gets killed on the, yeah. the steps of the church. And that piece of music played in it. And it stayed with me. Yes, and I I kept going till I found it. So it's 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 a beautiful piece of music. It might be a little bit long, but it's a beautiful piece, and I think people would enjoy it. Before we play the intermezzo from Cavalleria, Cavalleria Rusticana by Mazzagani, whew, you. I need to lie down after that. Um, I just want to thank you, John, for joining oh, us. And uh, it's been a very interesting musical life so far. And you've only just begun. We know that you're going to stay forever young. 
You always say the <laughs> nicest things, Carol. And uh, this this was recorded in July 2022. So thank you so much, John. Thank you.